Hi, everybody. My name is Ben Ford. I'm the developer advocate here at Puppet. I'm here today with Corey Osman. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, hi. Um, so I am a DevOps consultant. I've been working um, in the Puppet space for, man, just over, I would say, um, nine years now. And I write tools uh, for um, the DevOps community. That's pretty awesome. That's a very long time. We're here to talk about Corey's uh, Puppet Debugger project. Could you tell us a little bit about what that means? So the uh, Puppet Debugger project, um, what it it initially started out was uh, just a way to uh, run Puppet code um, without having to write a manifest. And it's a Ruby-based tool that you install as a gem. And it is designed to help the user learn and understand the Puppet language. And how does it do that? Do you uh, can you work with the the language interactively, or you know, first back up a second, and we can talk about um, uh, what a REPL is, because underneath the covers, the Puppet Debugger is is a REPL, and every language that I can think of, except for maybe one or two, um, has a REPL, and REPL stands for Read, Evaluate, Print, Loop. And if you just break those down, first it's going to read code then it's going to evaluate the code, then it's going to print the output, and then it's going to loop back around and do the same thing over and over again. So if we take those foundations and um, we bring that into a tool, you have a way into the Puppet um, compiler so that you can write code, and then it evaluates it and prints it back out and shows you what would uh, what would come about if it was um, you know actually applied to a node. The debugger portion of that, um, you know, the debugger uh, in general is just a tool that helps you find the problems in in the code base itself. So, um, you know, a lot of this is, you know, logic errors. And if you're writing unit tests with RSpec Puppet, then um, that would also help. But um, there's quite a bit of uh, setup involved in, in writing tests. So this is a, a tool that will at least help you understand your code and, and help you find problems much quicker than than doing all of the unit test setup. So a, a REPL is kind of a, a, I don't know, maybe an esoteric name for a, something that's really, really common. I think the one thing that we all know that, that we've all used is just running bash interactively. Like when you open up a command prompt and you start typing commands into bash, that's a REPL right there. So what you're what you're saying, what, what you've built for us is basically the the a way to interact with puppet code, more or less the same way you would interact with a with a bash shell. Correct. Yeah. You so you know in bash you're you're typing something in and if you mistype it, it tells you that you mistyped it. And and that's exactly what uh, the debugger does is if you try to declare a variable twice, well, you can't do that in Puppet. Um, and it's going to tell you what you did wrong. Uh, but the cool thing is, is that it doesn't take 10, 20 seconds to compile that code and spit out the problem. It's immediate. Could you tell us just like a little bit of like how it works internally? Like how, how were you able to compile code uh, using Puppet? Underneath the covers, it takes your input uh, and we'll just say from a while loop, what it's doing is it's setting up the environment. It's, uh, it knows where your Puppet modules are. It grabs the facts from the node that you're running Puppet apply on and it brings all of that together for, um, for the parser to, to eval it. So 
one of the um, differentiating factors between, say, Puppet Apply and um, running the Puppet Debugger is that I just provide like a common set of facts for you so that you don't have to pull them. But I also give you the option to get real facts from your system as well. Could you tell us a little bit about like how this came to be? Like, is there like a, a, an inception story of, of where this tool came from? What, uh, why you built it? Once I understood what was going on in the covers, it it just sort of came to me. And I was actually um, eating breakfast at a place right up the street from me, and I, and I was like, I was like, oh my god, like we have not had a REPL in the public community for well ever. And I think I just discovered a way to how to do this. Um, and so I think that day I had like a, a small proof of concept. I mean, it wasn't great, but it, it actually read the code that I entered in and spit out um, the, the, the same thing that Puppet Apply would do, it, except it did it immediately. So you're saying you can like stop in the middle of a, a catalog compilation and you can actually like print out the, the value of a variable. Yeah. Um, that's been something that uh, that has been on my wanted to-do list for some time. Um, I think a lot of problems with unit testing is, is we all want to try to test the intermediate state. Um, and to this day, you can only test the, um, the end state, like right? what, what resources have have been compiled in the catalog and, and whether or not those things are in the catalog with the debugger um, you get the you get the end state but you get everything in between all the intermediate states all of the things inside ephemeral um, uh, uh, loops so if you want to know the the value of the uh, six iter iteration, of a an array, you can do that. And when I finally discovered why I needed puppet functions, I was like, oh, because I need to manipulate uh, the this incoming data. Um, but now it's like, okay, well, there's over a hundred functions available to me. What do they do? And there isn't really a good way to do it. So the puppet debugger um, it allows you to use the function. And uh, if it's using facts or you have to supply data to it, it allows you to run those functions over and over again and really understand what they're doing. Just kind of interactively play with yes. them a little bit rather yes. than having to like write code and run the code. You can just try it, see right. what happens. Factor DB is another tool that um, is essentially a database of, of pre-canned facts. So what you're saying is you can say, compile and uh, poke at this code as if it were a CentOS system or as if it were an Ubuntu system or anything like that. Okay. Even different versions like CentOS 6 or CentOS 7. Even Windows. Even Windows. Yes. So can you do things like run uh, uh, hybrid data lookups or testing functions or maybe like iteration or anything? Can you like like validate this code that you're writing while you're writing it? Absolutely. You know... Um, I used to think Hira was just magic, and then I realized it was just a a core function that was included with Puppet. And I'm like, hey, I can just call the Hira function and pass in the values, and I can have it look up um, values within uh, my Hira database. So if you understand that, then now 
you can set up a whole um, hybrid lookup, uh, all the data files, and now you can start to test out your hybrid structure to see if that works correctly, and you can swap facts, uh, factor sets in and out to to validate that your hybrid setup is now. So, Wait, it's, so can you change facts while you're running? So you can, you can test a, a, a lookup against Red Hat and then test that same lookup immediately against Debian? Yes, you can. There's a reset um, command that you can run that basically wipes out the um, the environment and you can reset the um, the factor query that selects the facts. Well, that's even faster. Wow. That's cool. Uh, one thing that I know that some people have uh, struggled with quite a bit is understanding Puppet's uh, uh, data type system. It can be, it, it's relatively straightforward, but it can be pretty complex if, if you have uh, uh, like different validations in there, if you have complex types, uh, would this be useful in trying to validate, uh, making sure that you're using the data type properly? Yeah, that is, um, one of my, uh, use cases as well. And I have a whole, um, I think I wrote a whole blog article on validating your de- uh, data types. Um, there's a couple of things that you can do and you might, Never discover these if you if you're not using um, a debugger tool where you can interactively play with the code. But um, there's a function I think it's called type of. Uh, basically, there's there's an operator. Um, it's the I want to say the bacon cannon, but that's not the operator name. Um, the tilde the, equal the, one. Yeah, it's the equal tilde or tilde equal, uh, and that operator. Um, will tell you true or false if the data type matches on both sides. Okay, so what's what's your favorite feature that's a single uh, offers? Oh, by by far, uh, my favorite feature in the Puppet Debugger is the ability to set a breakpoint anywhere in your code. This includes Puppet functions. Um, this includes um, anywhere in the manifest, and you can set a breakpoint. And the breakpoint is really just another puppet function and it's just debug colon colon break. And when you, um, when puppet compiles that catalog with whatever means that it normally does through puppet apply, or maybe you're running a unit test, or maybe you're just, uh, feeding the puppet debugger, um, a, a file through standard in, it's going to, uh, run that, uh, that break function and just stop right there, right in the middle of the compiler compiling the code. And that allows you to see everything that the compiler can see. So that allows you to inspect the ephemeral loops, um, the values um, that are that are around you at the time, the, the, the top scope variables, the facts that are fed in, the, the output of functions that will run either before or after that uh, that break command. So at that point, all, all you really had to do was is put in a breakpoint right after the the lookup uh, call, and then see that the variable that should have been set by the lookup didn't have anything set, and then the rest was just a little bit of uh, playing with the the values and the variables and running the lookup command uh, before you noticed that the uh, what you were passing in was the wrong case. Yeah, correct. So it it, it made it just really simple to determine uh, what my fault was. Um, and and after that, I just removed the break command and um, off I went. I finished uh, the 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 code I was working on. So that that is my favorite feature. And I'm gonna say I I totally ripped it off. Uh, Pry Pry is an amazing tool. 
for Ruby debugging. And um, I just wanted that same feature in Puppet code because it is such a valuable thing to have to be able to stop inside the code. And I did whatever I could to um, make it work. And I believe that I did. I even um, uh, inspired heavily from, from, uh, from Pry. So if you've never used Pry uh, for Ruby debugging, go check it out because it's awesome. Now, I, I think maybe my last question for you is, is it would be really, really useful if I were able to uh, like impersonate a specific node while I was uh, validating code. So, so can I like load up a set of facts for that specific machine uh, in my environment? So there's, um, there's two things you can do. Um, what uh, I've been meaning to write this factor DB article for uh, a couple of weeks now, but if I wanted to spoof a system, um, uh, I could capture the factor set of a real system and use that um, as a external factor set for factor DB. And because pu the puppet debugger uses factor DB, I can now load that externalized factor set of, um, of that real node and the real data that it has inside the puppet debugger and get to the bottom of why my code does not work the way that I think it should. So how would somebody get started using your, your uh, project? What, what, What's the, the first steps that they ought to do in order to, to try it out? So if you just want to try it out, um, I have a, a website, www.puppet-debugger.com. Um, there is a demo uh, there, and essentially it's, it's a live application where you can just, you know, t uh, test the waters out and see, see if you want to download it and, and, and try it on your system. Um, but it's an interactive, it's, it's real, it's running on uh, Heroku. It opens up a shell to a remote system <laughs> uh, using WebSockets, and you, it looks like a real system. And it loads right. up the debugger. And then installing it is just as easy as uh, gem install and, and running right. Puppet Debugger. So to to install it, um, uh, it's just gem install Puppet Dash Debugger. Um, it does require you to have Factor and Puppet, um, but I think Puppet is a dependency, so it should come along for the ride. Um, if you're using PDK, I think that it uh, you should... I think it... I'm not sure if it ships with it. I think at some point I was trying to get it in there, but um, it may already come with it. It may not. Uh, but if you know how to use the gem command, you could install it in the puppet uh, or the, the PDK uh, environment. And then you could install it on a remote node if you want to. Um, I've used it that way before. You can install it on your laptop. Um, yeah, so there's there's multiple ways to to use it. Right on. Well, thanks for talking with us, Corey, this, uh, and for sharing this project with the community. I think it can really help people uh, out when they're trying to learn how Puppet uh, parses their code base and, and figures out what to do. So thanks for your time today. 